Hey, welcome back, gamers, to Insert Coin to Continue. This is episode two. I'm Scott, as always, here with Adrian. Um, today, we're going to be diving into a little bit of Final Fantasy VII. Uh, also, we're going to talk about some of the other things we've been playing and, you know, stuff that's coming up. Um, we're going to try to keep this spoiler-free for those who haven't finished the game yet. And we'll be coming out with a special edition recording with a special guest, a good friend of ours, who's also been playing the game, who will most likely be the mediator between the two of us on what we liked and disliked regarding the remake. Yeah, because there's definitely some controversial parts, but um, we want to divert... or We want to go ahead and record a special episode where we discuss nothing but spoilers and all the plots and twists and turns in the game. Right. Um, so with that being said, where, what have you been playing here recently? Well, up until Final Fantasy VII Remake dropped finally, I went back to Resident Evil 2 in anticipation for, as I stated on our last episode, Resident Evil 3, the remake, which I was very, very excited about. And in my opinion, being the Resident Evil 3 nemesis apologist and fan that I am, it lived up to my expectations and I really, really enjoyed and loved it. Good, I probably good. sunk in uh, <laughs> not that many hours, but I've beaten the game three times already. One took me about a good five or six hour run, but then after that, knowing what I knew, I went back on assisted and standard, and I beat the game both times in under two hours. Yeah, I saw that you did a couple of speed runs on it. And, <laughs> and I finally know what it's like to be at Games Done Quick. Right. So, um, myself, I finished up... Uh, Doom, and I've been playing some Animal Crossing with the family just because that's what we like to do in our fun time together. Um, I'm going to be starting the OG Final Fantasy VII again. Right. Um, I mean, I've played through it countless times, but through the process of playing the remake, you know, my wife and my kids had questions galore about you know who is this and why are you doing this and where are you going why was this being shown off at the end why is this character here and why why what's their purpose right so um, i'm gonna play through the original with them there so that they can figure out why everything is the way it is and you know kind of sink their teeth into in my opinion the greatest game of all time all right well you never did get back onto Resident Evil 3, did you? No, no. I'll, I played the, the demo that dropped, um, so I'm going to have to cop that from you. Well, I don't know if I'm ready to part with that game just yet. I do have every intention to platinum it. Now that I've figured out how to properly speedrun through the game, I intend to play through the rest of the difficulties and secure S ranks. But a lot of people online that I've noticed have a lot of gripes with it, such as the, uh, what was it, the runtime of the game. How it's not very long, and what I think a lot of people fail to realize is that Resident Evil games were never really long games to begin with. Right. If you know what you're doing, if you know where the items are placed and how to fight or cheese the bosses, you can get done with Resident Evil 2 or 1 or even 4 in quite a relatively amount of time. And 4 is technically, eh, no, I would say 6 is the longest, but that's because 6 has 4 full campaigns in one game. Right, well, they're they're meant to be puzzle games to a certain extent and if you have the answer key to a puzzle it's gonna go by quick exactly so there's a reason why resident evil games are often speed ran through at events like 
games done quick or through a speedrunner on Twitch or Mixer or any other live streaming platform. And a lot of people that I've seen criticizing the game for elements such as, you know, not enough of Nemesis. It's not our Jill Valentine. She's supposed to be this really badass cop, but she's moving around like she doesn't know what she's doing. But it, I think what a lot of people don't remember was in Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, you're playing as a Jill Valentine who had just got done with the mansion incident from the original game. So she's kind of reeling back from a little bit of PTSD. You know, she's now lit, realizing she's living in a world where there's biological or bioorganic weapons, BOWs and zombies and viruses. And she now knows she lives in the sci-fi world and she's not used to it. Now, on top of that, she's got this giant B.O.W. chasing down her specifically that was sent out by Umbrella. Speaking of Resident Evil, there was leaks of a Resident oh, Evil yes. 4 <coughs> there remake. Was, well, I don't At this point, it's probably just the worst kept secret in the gaming industry right now. Resident Evil 4 um, had a lot of leaks going around these last week and a half, after, very shortly after 3 remake came out. Uh, essentially, it's going to be rebuilt from the ground up, but at the same time have a similar engine from what I've heard. There's going to be a two-team director, a two-director team called 2M working on it. Capcom supposedly reached out to the original director and they turned it down. And a lot of people are just not really... There are some on board because Resident Evil 4 is such a treasured game in the entire industry... A lot of people still to this day regard it as the best Resident Evil of all time, which, I mean, to each their own. But there are also a lot of people that are saying it doesn't need a remake, and I am one of those people. I really believe that if any game was to get a remake, it should have been either Code Veronica or another remake for the original game, which was already remade for the Nintendo GameCube. Okay, what what is your take on all these remakes? Like, I feel like it's the same with movies. They're just taking everything from our childhood and remaking it rather than coming up with new and original ideas. What what are your thoughts on that? I mean, for me, it's almost lazy to to a certain extent because they're they they have okay, we have this idea. We're just gonna spruce up the graphics, throw in a little extra sparkle, and right, right, push it back to saying. you. Um, I just think maybe they're running out of ideas. Maybe I, I don't know. Um, what, what do you think about all these remakes? I think depending on how it gets handled and who is handling it, a remake can be turned into something very special. Uh, you look at a game like, and I keep going back to Resident Evil, Resident Evil 2. Uh, back when that came out, it was considered one of the greatest games of all time, especially in the survival horror industry with the gaming. And it's now been remade into what is essentially the best horror game out there. I mean, I I have my own troubles playing it still. I mean, every time you turn around, it's, this is getting rebooted, this is getting remade. And, like, I appreciate the stuff from my childhood being updated, but at the same time, I'd, I'd like new content. Well, and... I hear what you're saying, and you look at a game like Final Fantasy VII Remake, which has its fair share of new content, they expanded a lot of Midgar, right? Right. So, that's an expansion on the content from the original. 
or you look at a game like the Resident Evil 3 remake, which wasn't necessarily expanded too much. In fact, a lot of content from the original game was cut, but in the manner that they handled it, it worked very well for what they were doing. Right, but why not just make a new Resident Evil? Why remake the old one? Why bring the old one back? I think it's because they are working on a new Resident Evil, and I'll get to that here here later on on the podcast. But they need something to keep the interest up there. So they remake the older games that people would like to see get re-upped and redone. So that way they have something to play while they're working on the next game. If anything, I'm a very firm believer in this. The video game industry has time and time again shown how a remake of a precious fan favorite IP should be remade. Unlike a lot of people in the movie industry. I, I get that. I just, I'd, I'd like fresh new games instead of rehashing everything old. Well, we're still getting fresh new games, and like I said earlier, there is in fact a new Resident Evil game being made. Resident Evil 8, in fact. I haven't heard about that. I'll have to lean on your expertise for that. That's kind of your wheelhouse. Um, so what else, what else have you heard that's going on? Um, I've heard some rumors of uh, Silent Hill getting reworked or a new one. Yeah, there was a rumor going around that Silent Hills is back on the table now it being an exclusive Sony IP, apparently. Konami has come out and said that it's not true. But of course, what company is going to come out and say, you know what? Yeah, you found out this is what we got going on. You're going to have to wait until we're ready to tell you completely. Well, to be fair, we've heard of a Final Fantasy VII remake for 10 years. I would say it was more <laughs> demanded until it was finally revealed alongside Kingdom Hearts 3 at a few, a few E3s back. You think they're just going to wait till the PS5 drops to announce it, or...? Um, well, once again, going back to the rumor mill, a lot of the companies with E3 being canceled and all of these other gaming conventions coming to a hold and being delayed indefinitely... I believe that there are going to be some announcement shows on either the primary websites or YouTube for PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, and that's where we're going to get a lot of these announcements for a lot of these games. I know I heard this morning, actually, that there is still, in fact, a new Batman game coming out, which, I mean, of course there's a new Batman game coming out. It's been teased multiple times by WB Studios. And it's supposed to revolve around the Court of Owls. But from what I hear, it was supposed to be revealed at E3. And now all the companies are trying to get the ball rolling so they can have their game announced or revealed at a Sony online event, similar to their state of play. Which, that's probably what it will be. It's just an expanded or extended state of play. Speaking of the PS5 dropping, they released the... the 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 concept or the the vision for the new controller. No, it wasn't just the concept or the, it is the new controller. Right. That's exactly it's, what it is. I'm I'm at a loss for the word that I'm looking for right now, but they they revealed it. The basically. specs for it, right? So, uh, what what are your thoughts on the new DualSense controller? Well, I'm trying to figure out why we went to a name like DualSense when we could have just called it the DualShock Five. But I understand with moving onward in generations, you can't continue to stick with a name like DualShock. And with everything that they've got going on with the controller, 
haptic feedback triggers, an inner mic, and all that. All well, I, would have, I would assume they went to dual sense because it's now sensing more things. Yeah, and that's what one could say. I mean, I think a lot of people were more upset with the color scheme going with a black and white instead of a strictly black. Oh, and I'm sure that'll change, just like with the PS4. I mean, now you can buy controllers in every spectrum of the of the rainbow. Gold, purple, pink. Right, red camo, blue camo. You know, anything you can think of, you can... And they're all customizable. I mean, it's not overly difficult. I think with the new DualSense controller that I'm looking forward to the most is the incorporation of the adaptive and haptic feedback triggers. So it's like... You're holding the controller and you're going to use the L2 or R2 triggers. Well, say you're playing a game like The Last of Us 2 where one of your primary weapons is a bow and arrow. Well, that R2 trigger is actually going to push back a little bit. So you slowly, more steady, prepare to shoot your arrow. Right. Like The more, the more pressure you apply to the trigger is how it's hard how she's going to pull back exactly. on the string. Right. And that, that's... The, just the strides that they're making in these sort of things, you know, I, I I give it 10 years before we're in fully immersed VR, you know, oh, like... that's the dream. Like on Ready Player One, the movie Ready Player exactly One. Exactly that. Well, I, I wouldn't necessarily want VR like Ready Player One where you got to put on a whole entire suit. And oh, dude, that would be space. so awesome. But I would more go for a VR system similar to what's in an anime called Sword Art Online where you put on the headset and you lay down and you start it and your whole body just kind of goes numb, but your your nervous system, your consciousness is in the game. That's what I would like. Sounds like a bad trip. <laughs> but no, I, I, I don't give it... I give it 10, 15 years before we're headed in that direction. Right. Just the way they're advancing everything. And, you know, speaking of 10 or 15 years, which is what we would call a long wait, The Last of Us Part Two was delayed indefinitely, and now we have no idea when it's coming out. I think they'll push it back to PS5. Probably, I'd say probably February of next year. Oh, I would hate to see that. Yeah, probably. I'd say PS5 probably February of next year. Just because... And I understand why they're doing it because of the COVID-19 and everything that's going on in the world. Um, you know, people are, are staying home and it's hard to get the team together to work on it. Right. Um, so I, I get it. You know, as fans, as gamers, it sucks for us. But with something like COVID-19 and everything going on in the world, it's not about us. It's about safety. It's about my family's safety, your family's safety, everybody that's listening. It's about your safety. Exactly. And we really hope that a lot of our listeners that are tuning in are actually staying home and doing the best that they can to stay healthy and clean. You know, if you feel sick, don't go to work. Make sure you're washing your hands. Make sure you're drinking water. Make sure that you're doing everything you can, wearing your face masks. If you have to go to work and you're considered essential, meet up with your jobs, new guidelines that I'm sure that they've put out for you. Absolutely, absolutely. We want everybody to be safe and healthy so that you can continue gaming and pass that love of gaming down to your children. But I would, I really would hate to see The Last of Us Part Two get delayed completely to PS5. And, you know, or if anything, maybe get um, similar to what The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild got and get a dual release on the PS4 and the PS5. Yeah, the Breath of 
don't think you knew this, but Breath of the Wild was actually dual launched on the Wii U and the Nintendo Switch. Oh, wow. I didn't know that because I never had a Wii U. I had a Wii, a regular Wii, never got around to the Wii U. The Wii U is a very underrated system in my opinion, but that's a discussion for another time. Um, Do you think they're also going to delay a game that I'm personally excited about? Do you think they're going to push back Avengers? I think we could probably see maybe a month delay with everything going on. Because that game's launching pretty late into the year. It's like, what, August? Uh I think maybe by then when hopefully all the COVID-19 business has blown off or blown back. I think maybe we'll see at the very most a month delay in that. Because I'm very excited for it too. As you know myself, I am a very big Marvel fan. Right. And we both got the Earth's Mightiest Editions pre-ordered. Which there will be an unboxing for that. Exactly. So keep an eye on the channel for that. But I think I understand at the same time why companies are delaying their games indefinitely. Because we were looking at, look back at March. That was a month filled with big AAA releases. We got... Animal Crossing New Horizons, Doom Eternal, and then Resident Evil 3. And then as we went into April, we got Final Fantasy VII Remake. But you could see online all the people virtually knocking down GameStop and Best Buy doors saying, Hey, are you guys going to be open so I can get my game? Are you going to be open so I can pick this up? Can I pick this up curbside? Are you guys going to deliver it to my house? What's going on? What's doing? What are you doing without this? What are you doing with that? So... I'm pretty sure that put like a lot of pressure on game store employees or electronic store employees or really just retail employees in general. I mean, you probably had people at Walmart going, why is this crazy nerd asking me about a video game I know nothing about? This isn't even my department. Right. But I think it, it's going to be a while before the world gets back to some semblance of normal. Um, I don't think we're ever going to get back to the way things were. There's a new normal now. And unfortunately, it's affecting the video game world. But I think eventually we'll get back to everything being on track, you know, and, you know, just being able to to get our get our games that we're excited about. Well, here on my front, I've got an entire backlog full of games that I've either started and never finished or I bought and just never started at all, so... I've got time. I've got things to keep me busy until all the new releases come out. And I know that I'll probably come over and raid your game stash because you've got games that I thought about getting and never got around to it and never got to play. Just as long as I get them back at some point. <laughs> hey, you know you know, I take care of my stuff better than most. I mean, this is true, but who had to come over and carry you through <laughs> Um, back, going back onto the leaks and rumors, another really terribly kept secret is the appearance of, what, is, what was it be, existence of a Super Mario collection for the Switch. Oh. And this is supposed to carry on with, um, supposed to be for the 30th anniversary, I believe. Mm-hmm. I was never really a gigantic Mario fan, but I want to say that's the anniversary we're on. But it's supposed to carry... Super Mario 64 Remastered, Super Mario Sunshine Remastered, and Super Mario Galaxy Remastered. Super Mario 3 and Paper Mario are two of my favorites. I never really got into them too much, but I have been dying to replay Super Mario 64. Well, and you know, I grew up with the NES. So Mario 1, 2, and 3 were my childhood. You know, I've 
I can right. I can tell you every in and out of Mario Three where all the secrets are. Where oh, so the, it's your other Final Fantasy Seven? No, no, not even close. <laughs> no, 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 no. But um, what else we got going on here? Um, are you a big Assassin's Creed fan? Not really. No, no. I, I played I played through the first two, and after that, I just kind of fell off. Well, it seems like a lot of people have really fallen off with Assassin's Creed. You know, when the game was. Uh, an annual yearly release. Even I was feeling fatigued from it, and I'm a pretty big Assassin's Creed fan myself. And I was feeling pretty, pretty um, burnt out when Syndicate came out, which was set in like steampunk era London. It wasn't a bad game, but just when you keep getting those yearly releases, you kind of just feel burnt out on them. Oh, but then they decided to go ahead and relaunch the series, essentially, with Assassin's Creed Origins, and then they went on to Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Origins being set in ancient Egypt, Odyssey being set in ancient Greece, and there was another leak today about the next Assassin's Creed coming out this year. It's supposed to be called Assassin's Creed Kingdom, not Ragnarok, as it was originally believed to be. The Hidden Blade will make a return, and you can use shields in this one. A returning mechanic from Odyssey was that you can change your main character's gender. That will be coming back. Scandinavia will not be the only territory that you can venture out to. That was all they said. And it's got even more RPG aspects than Odyssey had. There will be a lot of supernatural content related to the first civilization. No co-op, which I am personally thankful for. I've never really believed Assassin's Creed was meant to be a co-op game. We're looking at a reveal either within the next week and a half to two weeks or maybe three weeks. And even with all the uh, coronavirus and COVID-19 deal going on, Ubisoft is still planning to release it by the end of the year. On top of that, apparently they're also working on a Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake, which I would be very excited for. I, I, I played Prince of Persia when it first came out, and I, I liked it quite a bit. And Well, the thing I'm excited the most about this one is if the Sands of Time remake does well, that means we could get a Warrior Within remake. And then we could get, um, what was it called? Oh... I can't remember what it was called. The Two Thrones. That's what it oh, was. Oh, right, right, yeah. Where uh, you're playing as the regular prince, but then you also have the dark prince inside of him, and it was supposed to cap off the Sands of Time trilogy. Um, I've also heard of a Final Fantasy VII Legacy collection coming out. Yes, that was um, going. that's going to include... Apparently, it's going to be a Switch oh, It's on the Switch, right, right. But it's going to include, of course, Final Fantasy VII, Crisis the original Core. game. But yeah, it's going to include Crisis Core and Dirge of Cerberus, Vincent's game. See, Vincent is a very underrated character for me. Well, as a former Turk, he's, I feel like he's underrated for a lot of people, actually. Yeah. and So I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Just another opportunity for me to, to dive into the Final Fantasy VII world. Um... What else? We've got um, a picture floating around on the internet. We'll probably go ahead and post it on our actual page at some point, but it's supposedly leaked from the new Spider-Man game being worked on. Oh. Where apparently it was leaked from a Zoom call of all things, which wouldn't be the first time something like this has leaked out on a conference call or such. You know, Shadow of the Tomb Raider was leaked because... A game developer was working on it on his laptop on an airplane. Oh, sh. And then I believe 
Rise of the Tomb Raider was also leaked on a similar ordeal. I can't exactly recall that one, but it just seems to be where a lot of things are getting revealed a little more early on than they're supposed to is on conference calls or out in the general public. Welcome welcome to the age of the internet. <laughs> I mean, but the the picture itself is an image of Spider-Man fighting in what appears to be the black suit. I like that. I dig it. Um so what are you what are you really looking forward to? What do you got going on? Well, with everything having died down and slowing down the way it has lately, I don't really think there's too much I'm can lo- I'm looking forward to right now. I mean, obviously I'm looking forward to the Avengers, The Last of Us Part 2 eventually when it comes out and The Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, I think I'm going to check out Ghost of Tsushima. Um I'm also going to go back and get everything that I missed on a Final Fantasy VII remake. I'm going to play through it on hard mode because my goal is to platinum it. Um, like I've said before, the only trophy I don't have on the original is the Bromance trophy um, just because it's so hard to get, but I'm hopefully I'll get it on this next playthrough. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go through and, and spend some time platinuming the remake. Um, I'm going to come over and get Days Gone from you. Because I never got around to playing through that. Days Gone is a very fantastic game. I mean, it's definitely a, in many regards, a poor man's Last of Us. <laughs> but when it first came out, it was kind of very glitchy and buggy. But it's since been patched. And it's a very slow game to get into. But if you stick through it, there's really something special there. Well, like I said, I never got around to checking it out. But I got nothing but time on my hands now, so I, I think I'll I'll come get that from you and, and dig into it a little bit. I'm also really looking forward to the Pokemon Sword and Shield expansions coming out. Yes. Uh, with the Isle of Armor. I believe that's the first one to drop in June. Mm-hmm. That looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. They're bringing in a lot of new Gigantamax evolutions and Dynamax Pokemon. Uh, there's a whole new island to explore. There's new legendaries to capture. So I'm really looking forward to that as the big Pokemon fan that I really am. Yeah, and so that's something, too, that that I can play with the kids and they really enjoy watching or even playing a little bit of, you know. So, you know, where she... My kid's only five. and She really likes to sit down and play games with me. But some of the games I play are just way too complex. Well, I feel like if she really loves Animal Crossing, which I've seen her really enjoy... She's really going to love and enjoy Pokemon. I think it's about time to turn, turn her into a trainer. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 seems to still be on track for September 17th. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about that being pushed back, so let's keep our fingers crossed. Other than that, is there anything else that you're really looking forward to? Uh, not really. I, I, I don't know. I spent so much time looking forward to Final Fantasy VII that it's pretty much consumed me here recently. And so. that was the exact same thing for me. I had to take a pretty big break from Animal Crossing. I, I actually had people telling me or asking me, hey, do you still play Animal Crossing? Oh, well, yeah, but I had a game that I waited just about a decade for to come out. So that's kind of taking precedent right now. Right. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to our Final Fantasy VII show where we can really dive into the story. and Which we should hopefully get to recording here later this week, in fact. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That'll, that'll be out real soon. We, would, we were going to record and discuss on this episode, but we decided, you know, 
not everybody has the time or maybe they do have the time but not the motivation like we did to play through the game as quickly but as intricately as we could. So we wanted to go ahead and split this podcast essentially into just your basic gaming discussions. And I know we talked a lot about leaks and reveals that happened, but that in this day and age, that's where a lot of the latest gaming news comes from, aside from the little and small announcements here and there. Right. Like I, it took me 42 hours to make it through Final Fantasy VII. Only 42? Yeah. I mean... You got to pump those numbers up, man. Oh, I will. Like I said, I still got to go back and platinum it. And and you talk about pumping those numbers up. You skipped a majority of the side quests. <laughs> Don't call me out like this. Oh, I'm calling podcast. you out. I'm calling you out. I went over to your house. I'm like, hey, do you have this? Do you have that? No, I didn't do that. It's because it came from a side quest and you skipped past the side quest. I still got the nail bed. I just had to buy it this time. That's not the point. <laughs> you missed a ton of side quests, so you'll have to go back and take care of that. So, hey, did you hear Bioshock the Collection's coming to the Switch, too? <laughs> Way to change the subject. <laughs> On top of that, That, Star my friends, Wars... is called a diversion. <laughs> Star Wars Episode One Racer is getting a small remaster onto the Switch and the PS4. We got games like uh, Star Wars Jedi Knight and Jedi Outcast getting physical releases through limited run games soon. Complete with collector's editions and Saints Row the Third Remastered is coming out on May twenty second. You know, a game that that I was just kind of off subject, but a game that I was really into on PS one was Jet Moto. Did you ever play Jet Moto? Oh, long time ago. They should. I w- I'd like to see that get refreshed. Is that is that what we're discussing now? What we would like to see get remade? It's because just something it, that came to mind. I well, mean, like I, no, no, I'm all for this. I'm all for this discussion because Road there's Rash. a game. Ooh, Road Rash. No, I was going to say Hydro Thunder. Yeah, Hydro I Thunder was love what, Hydro Thunder. Do you remastered. remember Road Rash? Very little of it, admittedly. Riding on the motorcycles, whipping people next to you. Oh man. Yeah, but that that's off subject. I just it's just something that came to mind. Uh, a good friend of mine. Um, well, a good friend of both of ours was super hyped to get a port for it on his computer. So that's what brought it up for me. But um, Now, you know what I would love to see get remastered? Mafia 2. But who knows? Maybe we'll hear something in the coming weeks. See, I Mafia. I played through a lot of Mafia 3, and then something happened with my PlayStation where my save file disappeared. And I was super disappointed. Oh, I, just, I think maybe you should wait for the inevitable Mafia collector. Oh yeah, I'm sure they'll. I'm be sure they'll be a soon. collection. So I'll, complete with Mafia Three Definitive Edition, which it doesn't need because it's a newer game. Right, right. But anyway, that's that's all we have for you today. Um, look forward to our Final Fantasy edition, um, where we'll completely dive into the story and you know give our opinions on that and because we're definitely split on our opinions oh we definitely are Um, we've been talking about it off off the podcast for quite a bit now yeah i because i'm i'm of one mindset and you're completely the other way so we'll we'll talk about that on our next podcast um we have a promotion going where we're going to Put out our podcast, and if you share it and you tag us in it, everybody that does that, from those people, we will make a random selection, and you will get a $20 PSN card. So, you know, 
Listen to our listen to the cast. Get your friends to listen to it. Share it on your social media and tag us in it. And who knows, you could win yourself a prize. By all means, all the support is greatly appreciated. You can go ahead and follow us on Twitter at the Godzilla Dude, and you can go ahead and follow Scott at uh, Superman Six Nine One Zero One. You can also go ahead and like our Facebook page. Insert coins and continue. Or you can also follow the podcast itself on Twitter at Insert Two Podcast. Name pending. Absolutely. So um, we thank everybody for listening. Um, We will catch you on the next episode. Which will be very soon. Thank you for listening.